from iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case Roe v. Wade, starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. How powerful is Cox Internet? So powerful that one day your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. To the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. I am Mike De Niro, and this is Making an Impact. We have a huge show today. We're talking about one of Impact's best pay-per-views of 2005, and we're also going to talk about the Impact Wrestling before that. But before we get into today's Making an Impact, I want to thank all our fans from all over the world for subscribing to the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. Thank you for downloading each week. Every single episode of the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast, Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Fridays, it feels great to be back. Also, thank you for following along on Instagram at Wrestling DeLorean Pod. Without your support, there is no us, so thank you so much for constantly supporting this product. We had a busy, busy weekend. Lots of great wrestling, lots of crazy moments. It was great to take a drive down memory lane here with TNA Impact. We went back to 2005. We're talking about the go-home show for TNA's 2005 Genesis pay-per-view. And we will also be talking about the TNA Genesis pay-per-view from 2005 on this show. Once again, follow us on Instagram at WrestlingDeLoreanPod. And sit back, strap in, put your seatbelt on, and let's go down memory lane here on the Wrestling DeLorean Podcast. This is Making an Impact. So, we're going to pick up from where we left off last week. Impact Wrestling, November 12, 2005. The go-home show before TNA's 2005 Genesis pay-per-view. We start out the show with Monty Brown coming out. He says he wants a title shot. He says that he's next in line. And whoever is the world champion coming out of Genesis will have to be on high alert because the alpha male's coming for them and they will get hit with the Period. I promise you guys I will never do that again. Anyway, I might do that next week. Anyway, this leads to James Mitchell, Father James Mitchell coming out with the Monster Abyss. He says that Abyss is owed the title shot. He likes Monty Brown, but if he's in Abyss's way, Abyss will take him out. Which leads to Jeff Hardy coming out. 
And Monty Brown and Abyss jump Jeff Hardy. And then Monty Brown and Abyss start fighting each other. So it's just a big brawl for everybody to brawl in. We get a recap of last week's six-man X Division title. Well, X Division tag team match. The match that I said was absolutely phenomenal. And they're going to revisit it at the pay-per-view. But they're going to add a special twist. We're going to have a four-on-four eight-man tag match between two teams of the top X Division wrestlers. And it will be an elimination match. They're calling it Elimination X at this Sunday's pay-per-view. This leads to Samoa Joe in the match with Austin Aries. This was a really good matchup. A lot of history outside of TNA with these two. Outside of TNA, Samoa Joe had a two-year reign as the Ring of Honor champion that was brought to an end by Austin Aries. For TNA, Austin Aries is still like a fresh-faced newcomer who's coming around once in a while to participate in the X Division. This is before Austin Aries became a household name in TNA. But anyway, really good matchup with Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe showing a lot of dominance and just aggression in this matchup. Quickness and catches catch cam by Austin Aries. Really enjoyed this matchup. Samoa Joe picks up the victory. We get a squash match from Kip James. He goes against the wrestler named Lex Levitt. A Levette. Team Canada attacks after the matchup. The three live crew puts the fight to them. It is announced that it will be the three live crew versus Team Canada in a hockey stick on a pole match with Kip, I'm about to say Kip Sabian, but this is not the fight for Wednesday night. Well, Kip James, a.k.a. Billy Gunn, as the special guest referee. So that that's a lot for one matchup. That was a mouthful to say. We got a finishers matchup between AJ Styles and Petey Williams here. A preview to their matchup for the pay-per-view. The finishers matchup is basically the first one to hit their finishing move wins the match. It's Styles Clash versus the Canadian Destroyer. This was good, good action. They didn't give it all because they were going to face one day later at the pay-per-view. But pretty cool to see Petey Williams hit the Canadian Destroyer and pick up the victory on AJ Styles here. So he's going into the pay-per-view with lots of momentum by actually pinning, well not pinning, but actually defeating the champion. We got a backstage promo from Raven. Larry Zavisco is still out to make his life a living hell until Raven quits. He says that he will have a surprise opponent that he handpicks tomorrow night at the pay-per-view for Raven. So I'm excited to see who that is. I actually know who that is because I saw the pay-per-view and I will be talking about it soon. But anyway, main event of the night, we got AMW, America's Most Wanted, and Jeff Jarrett versus Lance Hoyt, Jeff Hardy, and Chris Sabin. This was really cool to see Chris Sabin put in this matchup and him mix it up with Jeff Jarrett because at this time, Chris Sabin was in the X Division, but him showing that he could hang with guys in the heavyweight division was really cool because we know that later on in his career, he actually becomes TNA world champion, but in this time, he was not even mentioned in TNA world title picture. So it was really cool to see him mix it up with Jeff Jarrett. Planet Jarrett gets the victory. This leads to a big, big brawl, setting up for the pay-per-view. This was a good episode of Impact. A lot of storyline development, a lot of tight, well, hype and talk for the pay-per-view, so... I'm excited for this pay-per-view. I remember this pay-per-view being quite the pay-per-view, so I'm excited to actually review this. So, without further ado, let's get into TNA Genesis 2005, which was, in my opinion, one of the best shows and the most underrated shows in TNA in 2005. 2005 was a year where TNA had the Unbreakable 3-Way, their very first Bound for Glory. They had... It was... A stacked year, you know, you had a couple of new debuts, the Spike TV debut for TNA. 
So it was a big year for them, and a lot of people sleep on this show, Genesis, but this was an actual, like, newsworthy show for TNA. It was a pretty big show. So before we get into the show, there is a graphic on the screen that says, In memory of Eddie Guerrero, rest in peace. Unfortunately, this show did take place on the day that Eddie Guerrero passed away. The next day is when the world found out, and the next day is when Monday Night Raw had their Eddie Guerrero tribute dedication show. So this is very classy to see TNA put the graphic up for Eddie Guerrero. Rest in peace, Latino Heat, one of the greatest of all time. Show starts out with a great video package, and then we get into the first matchup. Raven comes out. He's ready to see who his mystery opponent is. He's in the ring. Larry Zabisco is also in the ring. And he says that he picked his opponent. It's someone from Raven's past. Either he could quit right now and sign this release form. Or he would have to face this guy. Raven decides to face him. It's PJ Polacco. The former Just Incredible. Here in TNA. Definitely someone from Raven's past. Someone from Raven's ECW past. Really cool to see... Just incredible here in TNA. I know this is not a debut. It was more of a return. He had some time with the company back in 2003. So, really cool to see that. This was an okay brawl. Didn't do too, too much. But was pretty good. A good showing for Just Incredible. Someone who always had untapped potential, I feel. Someone who, in recent years, fell on some tough times. But, you know, he's trying to turn his life around. And I hope for... A comeback story for Just Incredible. But definitely him and Raven here had a pretty good match. It was okay. Next we get the 3 Live Crew versus Team Canada in the Hockey Stick on a Pole special referee match. That Talk about Vince Russo and gimmicks, man. And especially the infamous on a pole is brought back here. We got Hockey Sticks on a Pole. It is Eric Young, A1, and Bobby Roode representing Team Canada. Versus Conan, BG James, and Ron the Truth Killings with Billy Gunn, a.k.a. Kip James, as the special guest referee. This match was fun. Brawling. There was a lot of uh, a lot of future stars in this. A lot of stars of yesteryear in this as well. So it was cool to see the mix-up between guys like Conan and Bobby Roode. You got guys like Ron the Truth Killings, who becomes a big, big star. At the time, he was already a big star. Two-time NWA champion here. But... Pretty good match. It was alright. Protesters and supporters alike are lined up outside the United States Supreme Court this afternoon as a decision in the most hotly debated case in years is set to be delivered. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Sir, I graduated the top quarter of my class. We, we just, just don't, don't have a spot for you. Starring Maya Hawk as 26-year-old lead attorney Sarah Weddington for challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee William H. Macy as Supreme Court Justice Harry Blackman. My chief qualification being I'm uncontroversial. You know how we both ended up on the Supreme Court? Politics. Damn right. This may be the longest of shots, but it's also the last chance for a lot of women. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. I'm trying to get you to stand for something, man. Now go to it. Listen to Supreme, the battle for Roe on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
powerful as Cox Internet? So powerful that one day, your daughter will be able to simulate a soccer match against some of the world's best players right from your backyard. Get gig speeds powered by fiber from Cox. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Internet delivered through Cox's hybrid fiber coax network. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions apply. Three lap crew wins. Afterwards, Conan and Kip James, they finally show some respect to each other. They're, they're actually cool, so that's cool. James Mitchell cuts a promo. He says that tonight... Oh, and by the way... Every promo on this show, they're alluding to a special talent acquisition made here by TNA, and he will be debuting tonight. They hyped it up like it was the talk of the wrestling town, but they were there was no talk about this on TNA Impact the night before. So I'm surprised that this wasn't hyped up for the show. But anyway, Father James Mitchell, he cuts a promo on Sabu. He says that Abyss had a horrible past with barbed wire and Sabu had to bring it back up. His past, the Abyss is traumatized, but tonight Sabu will be facing the weapon of mass destruction Abyss, and Abyss is going to destroy him. He also mentions the uh, talent acquisition and says that whoever Abyss go, uh, I mean, whoever the talent acquisition is, Abyss will destroy him too if he gets in his way. This leads to the moment that a lot of people are, are talking about coming out of this show. The talent acquisition for TNA is about to debut. They show him backstage. We get a countdown clock on the screen in the impact zone. And out comes the debut of Christian Cage. This was a huge moment. The crowd goes crazy. At the time, this was a huge acquisition because it was the very first wrestler from WWE to turn down a WWE contract to come to TNA. It wasn't someone who was fired. It wasn't someone who was on the shelf. It was someone who turned down a talent contract from WWE to come to TNA. That was huge. Now, I think that it is ironic that this past Sunday on AEW Revolution, Christian Cage remade history as he debuted as AEW's big talent acquisition, leaving the WWE for AEW and returning to the Christian Cage name. How ironic is it that randomly, randomly, that this was the next show on the list and I'm talking about Christian Cage's debut in TNA Impact here. That was not done on purpose. I just think that's very crazy and how, how random this was. But Christian Cage is here. He says that he's not here because he got fired. He left the WWE. He says that he loves wrestling and that's why he's here and he wants to be, he wants to basically outwork everybody just like he's going to be doing in AEW. Scott Dean Moore comes out from Team Canada. They they were friends from the past. Scott Amore, he takes a trip down memory lane with Christian and then he also offers him a spot in Team Canada. He gives him a shirt and asks for Christian's answer by the end of the night. After this, we got Monty Brown cutting a promo on Christian Cage and Jeff Hardy. He says that if Jeff Hardy, well, tonight Jeff Hardy's going to feel the pounce. He says that if Christian Cage gets in his way, he's going to feel the pounce because he is the number one contender and he wants his title shot. This leads to Jeff Hardy and Monty Brown. This was a really good matchup. Really fun. Jeff Hardy 
definitely seems like he was on one here, but Jeff Hardy and Monty Brown had good chemistry, and it was really cool to see Monty Brown pick up the huge win here. Star-making win for Monty Brown. I really enjoyed this, and I think that Monty Brown had so much untapped potential, and I really think that at this point that they should have pulled the trigger on him, but big win for Monty Brown beating Jeff Hardy. Next, we get the Elimination X match. Samoa Joe, Chris Daniels, Roderick Strong, and Alex Shelley versus Austin Aries, Sanjay Dutt, Michael Shane. Well, now he's going by Matt Bentley. So Matt Bentley and Chris Sabin. This was a phenomenal matchup. This had a lot of time. This went about like 25 minutes. Really good matchup. This topped the phenomenal match from Impact two weeks ago when it was the six-man tag match. Just amazing, amazing matchup. Great action, fast paced, never a dull moment. Everybody shined. Everybody looked like a million bucks in this. In the ending, Samoa Joe and Christopher Daniels are the sole survivors. They win the match for their team. And instead of celebrating, Samoa Joe absolutely destroys Christopher Daniels with a post-match beatdown. His tag team partner, he destroys him. Beats him to a bloody pulp. Gives him a concussion. Just beats him down. AJ Styles had to come out, and he looked distraught that his rival was getting destroyed just by the severity of this beatdown. After this, we got Sabu versus Abyss. Another really fun matchup here. So far, everything on this pay-per-view has been hitting. Nothing was dull. Nothing was bad. Really good matchup here by Sabu and Abyss. Hardcore brawl. What you would expect from a Sabu and Abyss match in this time period. Really fun Abyss picks up the big victory here. This feud is not over, though. Trust me, it's not over. Next, we get AJ Styles versus PD. Well, first, AJ Styles cuts a promo on Samoa Joe. He said that Samoa Joe crossed the line tonight. He broke the unwritten rule of the X Division that you do not want to hurt your competitor or hurt your opponent. Especially that, you know, Christopher Daniels was his tag team partner. Samoa Joe crossed the line, and AJ Styles did not appreciate that. This leads to another phenomenal matchup. The X Division title matchup between AJ Styles and Petey Williams. These two had a great matchup. Honestly, this pay-per-view was like absolutely phenomenal. Home runs out the gate. Really good matchup here. There was a scary spot here where Petey Williams hits AJ Styles with a belly to well, a belly to back suplex from the apron, and AJ Styles went crashing into the guardrail. Looked like he broke his damn shoulder. Crazy matchup. AJ Styles picks up the victory. He retains the X Division champion. Samoa Joe is watching from the back. He wants AJ Styles as X Division gold. He doesn't care about breaking the unwritten rule of the X Division. It looks like AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe is going to be on a collision course. Next, we get a promo from Team 3D and Rhino. They were interviewed by uh, the franchise Shane Douglas. So it was really cool to see all the ECW you know, alumni here. They were making mentions of extreme. There were a lot of extreme references here. But it was really cool. They also had a classy... Well, Bubba Ray had a classy little tribute to Eddie Guerrero. He said, Vayan con Dios, amigos. This leads to the main event of the night. Six-man hardcore brawl. We got Team 3D and Rhino versus Jeff Jarrett and AMW. They brawl all over the impact zone. Really crazy action here. Never a dull moment. Just nonstop Non-stop action. Really, no pun intended, by the way. Really good matchup here. In the end, Rhino and Team 3D win a very fun, bloody brawl that, like I said, went all over and just was just insane. 
Post fight beat down by Team Canada. They come out. They help Jeff Jarrett. They help AMW. They're just beating down everybody here. They're destroying Rhino. They're destroying Team 3D. This leads to Christian Cage coming out. He reveals that he's joined Team Canada. He has the shirt on, but nope, it's a swerve. He takes the steel chair. He nails the whole Team Canada. He runs them all out. He hits James Mitchell. Well, not James Mitchell. He hits Scott the Amore with the Imprettier. Team 3D and Christian Cage put Jeff Jarrett through a table with a triple team 3D. And we go off the air with Rhino, Team 3D, and Christian Cage standing tall. Crowd's going crazy. This was a great show. I put this show over AEW's Revolution from this past Sunday, which, in my opinion, take out the dud of the the explosion. This was better than that show, and AEW Revolution was a phenomenal show. But, really, TNA was firing on all cylinders here in 2005. Here in late 2005, once they got on Spike TV, this show was just great. Never a dull moment for any show that they're on, and I really enjoyed this. Awesome to start seeing Christian Cage here. Really good show, like I said. I'm going to give this show a 4 out of 5 stars. Like I said, one of their more underrated shows. One of their more most solid shows that was well-rounded. This show was solid from top to bottom. Now, Bound for Glory, which was their last pay-per-view, was really good. But there was some moments there where it was not as solid. Even their Unbreakable pay-per-view, which everyone talks about, was a really good pay-per-view. with one of the best matches in TNA history in the main event. There was dull moments of that pay-per-view as well. This was, top to bottom, their best pay-per-view, I believe, of 2005. So far, we are going to have TNA Turning Point before the year ends. So, that's going to be what's upcoming. Next week, we will talk about the fallout of this show. So, stay tuned to Making an Impact. Make sure you tune in tomorrow for This Is Extreme, the second edition of the ECW show that we are going to be bringing to you every Friday. Tune in on Monday for... The fight for Monday night, we're going to be talking about Monday Night Raw leading into the 1996 Royal Rumble and Nitro where Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage is on the collision course with the Four Horsemen. And if you haven't already, tuned into last night's episode of the fight for Wednesday night where we are talking about AEW versus NXT's great shows. Great, great shows. A lot of wrestling to digest here, but I'm bringing it all to you guys. Love you guys. Have a great weekend. From iHeart Podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, tells the story of the unlikely champions behind the landmark case, Roe v. Wade. Starring Maya Hawke as 26-year-old lead attorney, Sarah Weddington. We're challenging the Texas abortion laws in federal court. And Academy Award nominee, William H. Macy, as Supreme Court Justice, Harry Blackman. Time is not the most important factor. Getting it right is. Listen to the podcast, Supreme, the battle for Roe, on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 